Hi, my name is Nick Thompson and I run holisticvet.co.uk. We're based near Bath in England. I'm Dr. Brendan Clark. I'm based at Towerwood Vets in West Yorkshire. And my name's Dr. Connor Brady, the non-vet of the gang from dogsbirth.ie. And together we are Hello, everybody. Hello. <laughs> Yay. Okay. Oh, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. It's um, uh, so great to see you. We thought we, we thought we'd done something wrong. Yeah. Uh, with our yeah. promo there. So uh, uh, obviously we're back we on. Snagged, uh... We slagged, yeah. we slagged Zuckerberg off last week. Maybe yeah, that's it. what it was. I have heard we're, we're attracting, we're attracting him. powerful. Him. Yeah. It was all a massive him. following. We forget now. We forget that we're being watched by these big, big people now. So we must. Be, yeah. We have to be very careful. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, we were just, uh, you were going to Renegas with your tales of being over in Turkey, Nick. Bust yeah. through that again. How'd okay, you get on so, in Turkey? So just, just go through it again. Uh, if you want to, here at the first time, it's probably recorded. If it isn't, it doesn't matter. So, no, it's not. So basically, <laughs> flew out to, uh, to Turkey on the Friday. And then on the Saturday, we had 50 of the top. So not only were they some of the top top vets, they were some of the most influential vets. One guy traveled 600 kilometers to be at the tour. This is how much cool. that they, they had. Well, I don't know. That they must have done some amazing publicity. So... Uh, Naz, if you're watching, you've done some fantastic work there in really trying to con convince these guys. But I think one of the reasons that that they are less reluctant than many in 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 Europe, in the rest of Europe, and and in America, is perhaps because they're not, as you said, Connor, they're not as Western facing. Perhaps they've got, you know, they're looking, they're looking east, they're looking west. They're they're a much more um, broad thinking society, very entrepreneurial as well. Uh, but it might be that that when somebody, uh, you know, comes in and says, guys, it's very legit to feed raw food. They they look back only maybe perhaps a generation ago. Of course, it's right to feed real food to dogs. That's what yeah. we've been doing for thousands of years. I think that there yeah. may be some of that. So they, they, they recognize it. And they go, aha, great. This is a legitimate way of, 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 of changing our, our nutrition. So we had a whole day, 10 till 530. Uh, in the morning, we had... Uh, I, I jumped really deep in the deep end and we we started with why you should not feed kibble. And I think that went down quite well. It was like, oh, really? Uh, yeah. And then we looked at why dogs itch and um, what you can do about it with food. And then we looked at renal disease. And then after lunch, we had uh, we talked about food and cancer, which is which is a first for me. It's, it's the first time I've delivered that, especially for them. And then after that, we talked about arthritis. Then we had half an hour of um question and answer and at the beginning it's a bit interesting at the beginning i said what do you want to talk about and silence they were, everyone's yeah. really polite they're very polite people but then towards the end couldn't shut them up everybody's like can i ask a question can i ask a question you know so we had this half an hour and then we had after that we had um uh drinks at the end and so uh, people were very very keen you know they're coming up what do you think about this what do you think about this what about this food what about this what about this so all in all, it was, I think, very, very influential. I think that if Crazy. we went over there, we could absolutely bl blow them out of the water and really Crazy. entertain and delight and, and give them, because we all have slightly different uh, views on these things. 
Um, so yeah, so well, just want to say thank you to all our Patreon people. Uh, um, www patreon forward slash raw pet medics absolutely great so much support that's really really great um uh also the podcast remember that we're on practically every podcast medium that you can you can look at check that out if you want us to be with you when you walk the dog and do whatever you do when you're listening your podcast so there you go connor this was your idea about uh about doing the, the the businesses uh, and you it know, was, yeah. Uh, so yeah, just, I think just give us a little. Unless anybody's got any news, I don't want to hold yeah. the news. So well, actually, got any news? could anybody <laughs> have you seen? Um, did you see? There's a new show there on Netflix called Ancient Apocalypse, no. and I highly recommend for the inquisitive mind, for somebody that just wants to be blown away by the possibilities. Uh, Graham Hancock, who has been pilliard really, Ooh. he's been slagged off for years and years for his ideas, but they're starting to gain kind of ground now, and it's fantastic. It's all about. Um, uh, it's all about that, you know, the idea that we're hunter-gatherers and all that kind of five, six thousand years ago is just not holding up, that there's all these amazing monuments that are being discovered that are much older and these incredible things. And anyway, look, it was just it's just a brilliant show and I highly recommend anybody to check it out. Anyway, look, the show is fantastic, really, really interesting. But what I was struck by was the fact that in, in a podcast I was listening to him in, he said that he had been slagged off by archaeologists because he's not an archaeologist. He's a journalist. Slagged off by historians because he's not a historian. He's a journalist. And so he didn't fit in anywhere. And the narrative of we were, you know, learning how to farm 6,000, 5,000 BC, he was saying, that's just not right. It's just, this, this doesn't fit and that doesn't fit and this doesn't fit. And um, I kind of thought we are, we're all really guilty of that because I was rooting around over the last week or two at, you know, other people that are doing stuff in canine nutrition. This canine nutritionist here, this canine nutritionist there, this person's being followed here. And you kind of, sometimes you kind of forget to check in with these people. And I'm listening to some of their thoughts and ideas on, whatever they might be feeding the same protein for four or five days and, and a monoprotein kind of feed another one is really serious about ibd and and the fats and stuff in ibd and i'm kind of reading the con i found myself kind of saying i don't really agree with what they're saying there but i i, I cracked off a message to you two guys then and i started this great conversation and what struck me was that and a couple of other things that i was reading as well but what struck me was that everyone's got all these different opinions and you have to constantly question yourself and you get into a rut sometimes where you think, you've, I've got the ideas, I've got it right. And when people come along, they challenge because that's often their way in. It's like, oh, no, no point saying the same stuff as RPM. You've got to talk about something different. And if it's totally different to what we talk about, the, you, you, the, the natural inclination of a human is to go, that, that can't be right. We don't. That's not our way. You know, but actually you need to be challenged like that all the time. So I caught, it, it was just a really interesting wake up call watching this show listening to his backstory of how he got this incredible information together. You have to watch the show, Ancient Apocalypse on Netflix. Um, it's an eight-parter. It's just fantastic information. For the inquisitive mind, it's, just, it's like watching something on the galaxies and you go, oh, yeah, that's so interesting. Look how old we might be. Anyway, uh, so I loved that. And also I got checked on my use of science as well a few days ago, which I'm just going to mention. I was talking about... Um, and and fair to story, you know, except it probably, probably could have been put a bit more politely to me, but... Yeah, she seems she had been following me for ten years. Uh, misleading was the word, but uh, the um, but the the uh, no, that wasn't the word. Deceptive, I think. Well, it was something to me. But uh, I was it, someone pointed out that it was, homeopathy came up, and someone said, "Isn't it funny that doctors will recommend arnica?" And I thought, "Oh, that's classic," because pharmacists and doctors will recommend arnica, but you're not going to re- eat arnica, or you're going to die. You're going to yeah. take it in a homeopathic mixture. And I thought that's fantastic. So I created an infographic with a doctor on the top saying, "I think homeopathy." Apathic mixtures are you know dangerous quackery and underneath i said but i recommend arnica for bruises and sore limbs and i just did a little quick bit on homeopathy 
But unfortunately, of the two or three studies I used, in one of them, I hadn't quoted the whole study and there was some negative stuff as well. And I was, you know, and, and fair dues. Because as soon as she said it, I said, oh, Jesus, definitely, absolutely. You're totally right. Uh, I, I, I took that paragraph out until I reassessed. But uh, it just shows, you know, you've got to be ready to be wrong uh, at talking about all this stuff all the time. So I think uh, that's that was that was my thinking for the last week. It's just like we need to keep talking and debating and and bringing on a couple of nutritionists that have different uh, slants and stuff. And uh, anyway, that's what I was struck with this week. What about you, Brendan? I, I think Anything you're it's... absolutely right. The, you know, from the point of view of, um, yeah, we, we read the paper and you might sort of like look at the the um, initial um, element of the title and, and what they're writing about. And before you know it, you're presuming a conclusion. But yeah. actually, when you read the full paper, there's always other bits within that and not even yeah. just looking at the conclusion. You've got to read all the methodology. You've got to read what they've yeah. done uh, all yeah. the way through that. And actually to do a proper review, they take all of that information and reflect it. And this is yeah. why, you know, I was um, gobsmacked by the amount of stuff out there, for example, about um, pumpkin seeds and yeah. you know, the, the use of them for um, worming, et cetera, and actually how that's developed when actually the studies are not there and, and any, anything that yeah. is there, you know, we yeah. had this conversation a couple of weeks back, you know, is, yeah. is actually, it's not just pumpkin seed. You've got to add in a load of other stuff, you know, you, yeah. it's, uh, and it's extracts anywhere and it's, yeah. Yeah, pom- yeah. Pomegranate extract uh, and all yeah. the rest of it. Um, so um, we were going to talk about small business because uh, when you look through Patreon, uh, we have uh, an awful lot of small businesses sponsoring us and, uh, that's good, you know. This time, uh, this these times, it's not easy to come up with the, with that uh, price of a pint every month kind of thing. And so, it's great that small businesses do it. And then I, was, I got to thinking about, it and I thought, yeah, you know, we we do do our bit. Like we are promoting raw, and if you're selling raw dog food, that's going to be a good thing that we are doing this. So I kind of thought, yeah, swings and roundabouts. But my, um, I was going to pick two businesses, but honestly, there's so many people, particularly in Patreon really good reliable donors I, I said okay what i'm going to do is in true connor style rapid fire thank about 10 or 12 of these uh few little interesting businesses that i picked out uh and then end with a little thing that i know is coming up soon there was a i met a lady there uh charlotte davies which is who's kind of cool and she's just started her business and so she's at the very very first step of her business and i was like oh what are you doing charlotte and she's freeze drying food and i thought that is cool because you know uh, I know UK has, has freeze dryer machines. Anyone with a large standing army generally has large freeze drying um, facilities. That's what they say. But uh, so the UK certainly has freeze dryers. But it turns out that there's not a whole lot of people actually drying UK meat uh, freeze drying. In fact, I couldn't find any others using UK meat. You can buy in dried meat and make up products and stuff. So this girl has set herself up and bought a premises. And uh, um, it, I think believe she's in Cornwall and she's doing all locally sourced uh, well, she's just starting to, but bear with her. She's only got a couple, two or three products up there at the moment, beef, liver, chicken treats and stuff. And her company name is Wildside, W-I-L-D-E-S-I-D-E. And uh, she, her her dream is that she brings out a couple of freeze-dried uh, complete foods and for dogs. And I thought, that's good, because people often ask me what to use instead of raw dog food. If you're traveling, you know, and to be honest, I would use nearly anything. I'm getting less and less particular as time goes on. But um. But, you know, this idea of somebody freeze drying uh, some locally sourced, outdoor reared, organic, where she can sort of products really appeals to me. So I thought, fair play to Charlotte. She's one to watch. That's wildside.co.uk. 
into um the Easy Raw Dog Food Company. Okay, so check them out, easyrawdogfood.co.uk. We have no affiliation to any of these companies, by the way, except that they um that they helped us out on Patreon. Um Easy Raw Dog Food. In fact, I wish I knew your names, guys. I probably should know them because I was supposed to have that ready, but um I'm looking through all their products and their complete meals are cool. They're kind of hand rolled into balls of a hundred gram weight. And the quality of the meat is absolutely savage. It's like outdoor, uh, where it can, grass fed, all this kind of stuff, seasonal veggies, herbs, seeds, uh, in line with what Nick's talking about. So um, it's just, just fantastic balanced meals. But what I particularly like is that they do outdoor pork, which is great. And they do outdoor pork pancreas, which is vital. Mm. And I just think that's great. So it's a source of outdoor reared pork pancreas because I think it's a real fatty organ. And if you've got a dog with chronic pancreatitis, you probably don't want to be using shitty pork pancreas you know to pardon the pun you know i kind of worry that perhaps that's not as good we were talking about fats guys and i think there's another show to be done on that um and you know so there is a nice source of a quite affordable for outdoor pork pancreas as well i think they're doing themselves in so the easy raw dog food company handmade bought into 100 grams i love that oh three minutes is gone um so close that one close that one where am i now um then i just wanted to mention a couple of uh uh why am i talking about these ones oh, i don't know okay this is an american company uh the real dog box because i love ruby and ruby is just a powerhouse and she is just doing all sorts of stuff and but she's got a big factory there and she employs only locals in her area and she is churning out a serious amount of business very serious operator the biggest of the small businesses here i'm going to be mentioning today and she's just fantastic. And it's all local and come in and see our factory and putting locals to work and high, highest quality meat treats and, you know, that she can make. And it's just, it's just fantastic. And all the initiatives that she does and now she's starting to do free lectures, come on in and we'll teach you about canine nutrition and all sorts of stuff. That's the real dot dog box and Ruby, check her out. She's cool. Um, so fair play to Ruby doing that. Um, oh, I love this shop. This shop was brilliant. This shop, North Hound Life, okay? North Hound Life in Canada. We've never even heard of this lady. She never talks to us. She never said, hey, guys, you know, look, I'm giving you that. It's just, and I go, I check out our company, North Hound Life, northhoundlife.com in Canada. And check out how lovely those products are. Look at the range she has. And you can't help but uh, sometimes, like, you see all these products. For example, New Zealand green lip mussels, Canadian bee pollen, very Canadian where she can, veggie boost, bovine colostrum. So you say, oh, yeah, where's the bovine colostrum from? And it's from New Zealand. And I'm like, oh, New Zealand, grass-fed beef colostrum, pretty good. So you try to catch them out and you might say, okay, I'll go down to past the Slippery Elm Bark Goat Milk Super Blend. And then I see turkey tail mushrooms and all these beautiful things in little jars. And I go to the spirulina because that's often catches people out because it's tempting to buy spirulina really cheap from countries far away that grow, grow it in open vats, very high in, in heavy metals. And their spirulina is made in, in Canada. And I thought, whoa, for the price of it, that is pretty effective. Reishi mushrooms, milk, all this cool stuff. What a lovely company. And that's the sort of company, guys, that if you have a question, like, you know, about colostrum, you go talk to this lady that runs this business, which I nearly had her name. She's going to give you the answer because she has looked inside and out. And there's a reason she's selling colostrum because she totally believes in it. So you can ask a generalist like me. Or you could talk to somebody that's actually selling this stuff and you can just pick their brains, you know, and they're more than happy to help you. Uh, so there you go. That's North Hound Life. What a lovely Canadian company that is. Um, then moving away from the food here, what am I doing here? Oh, my God. Uh, what's this guy? Uh, 
Nathan Watson, uh, well, this Nathan Watson's been with us since the start, not a name I know, but he's got to be one of the most qualified uh, dog trainers I've ever seen in my life. If anybody has a troubled dog, check out Nathan Watson. Uh, he does um, free weekly adult dog walks and puppy walks. And I thought, that's kind of cool. What a way to start getting your business in. I'm going to be going for a walk. Come with me and pick my brain. Check out Nathan Watson for doing that. That is an absolutely cool thing to be doing. Um, uh, then there was this, there's another holistic dog trainer, just to say, over in New York, in Albany, uh, Alice Marino, because she's always messaging us. And she's a holistic kind of uh, dog trainer, animal behavioral specialist, also a certified pet nutritionist. So a jack of all trades. She's training your dog and she's teaching you how to feed them as well. Uh, and she's just fantastic. So check her out. She calls herself Rough Love Dog Training, R-U-F-F, not R-O-U-G-A, <laughs> <laughs> which I think is... <laughs> Easy, boys. Yeah, okay. So um, uh, here's another great business here, um, physiomy.dog. Uh, oh my God, I've only got three minutes left. Physiomy.dog. <laughs> she does, uh, she's all about physiotherapy. Obviously, she's of highly qualified, but she does Zoom consults, so you can chat to her over the screen and she teaches you how to do therapy sessions. Uh, like that is fantastic teaching you how to do various bits and, and pieces and she's highly qualified for all that great testimonials on her I loved hearing what people were saying about her online that's physio my doc dog speeding up now um, here's somebody that walks dogs she's been with us since the very start as well she calls herself dognose.co.uk d-o-g-k-n-o-w-s.co.uk thanks for sponsors from the very start she walks dogs and she trains pups and she does central and south London in Greenwich just want to give her a shout in case you're looking for a dog walker. And then I'm just looking at a couple of raw dog food shops that do astounding ranges of raw dog food. For example, this Welsh company, it has to be Raw Feeding C-W-M-B-R-A-N, Quimbran. Sorry about that. Raw Feeding Quimbran, .co.uk. Butchered your name. I'm so sorry. But that web shop, the shop has so many one kilo bags of, one kilo bags of liver, kidney, feet, necks. If you're into DIY and you want your stuff delivered, that looks absolutely savage. Really big supply of, uh, or range of foods and all sorts of completes. I mean, just 34 from Albion Meats, 10 by them, 22 of Naked Dogs, 18 of Raw Factories, Alexander's Natural 9. They've just got loads and loads of products. Two minutes left. Um, uh, another range, another massive shop here, Lead On Dog Shop, .co.uk. Fabulous shop, nice website, clean. She's got a huge range of natural dog treats. Check her out, Lead On Dog Shop. Uh, okay, let's see. What's this one? Um, uh, and then one for San Antonio. Natural dog shop, uh, Fifi and Fido's Pet Boutique in San Antonio, Texas, specializing in natural foods and treats for cats and dogs. Absolutely brilliant. Right. Oh, uh, last one. We've got a dog charity that sponsors dogs in distress here in Ireland. That's Marie Hannon. I know her well. She is fantastic. And she's also part of the patron program. So if you buy grain-free pet food in Ireland, you can buy it from dogsindistress.org and they get all the margin from that which is a great way to do it. Thanks for the extra minute, guys. Done. Okay, oh I've got another, another company. The, I the company, am breathless. The company that uh, sponsored me over to Turkey is Raw for Us. And okay. uh, this oh, yeah. is Naz. And they do freeze-dried food, and they source from within about 80 kilometres of the uh, of that central position. So they're, And they're, they're, they're hiring local people. So they are a Turkish uh, a Turkish representation of what what you're describing is happening in the states and in cornwall and and in ireland and what have you really good there's a lot of people out there doing some great work and uh naz at raw for us if you want to see some vid of the presentation from saturday if you go to raw for us on instagram 
uh, or, or probably Facebook, you'll be able to see some snippets because they took a lot of footage. So, all good, cool. all good. Uh, Brent, do you want to go next? I can do mine pretty quickly. Uh, go on, if, then. You, if you like. Well, just no, because no. all the products are behind you. Uh, yeah, well, you could if you like. <laughs> that'll take me take me about six days to go you've through got, all you've of got those. You've got time, Nick. Take your take your ten minutes and Brent do your ten minutes. We've got plenty of time. We'll just finish later. We'll just okay, okay. Yeah. And we okay. All right, no problem. Um, shall I go next? Yeah. Okay. Um, very simply speaking, I've got this lovely product. It is called Eco Ears. It's by a, good, uh, a nice U.S. company called Vet uh, Vet Organics, who make a range of very nice uh, products over there. We ship it in. I'm, I've just ordered forty another forty eight at a time. It, it it goes shooting out the door very quickly. It is. Uh, I'll give you a little rundown of the ingredients if I can read it. Um, uh, witch hazel. Uh, we've got uh, boric acid tea tree oil, um, silver solution, malane leaf extract, rosemary ex extract, uh, finger root extract. And I came across it because uh, a client of mine was having uh, recurrent problems with the ears. We cleared up the food, we cleared up all sorts of things, and, and we'd used a number of, of, of treatments to, to try and uh, get rid of this recurrent infection. And she came along with this and cleared it. And I've used it with, with um, really persistent, uh, persistent bacteria. There are some uh, bacteria like Pseudomonas, for example, once they get in your ear, it's very, very, very difficult to get rid of them. So you've got this gloopy ear permanently. But, but using this stuff, you know, and there's not an antibiotic in sight, which means it's going to be useful for antibiotic-resistant problems. We got rid of it with this. So A, it's really mild. B, it's really natural. C, it's super. Uh, it, 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 it's it's um, good for where you've got resistant bacteria, and there's a lot of resistant bacteria in in ears. And also, it, even though it's so powerful, it's a really nice cleaner and um, really lovely product. We've got it. If you want some, just email me, Nick Thompson at holisticvet.co.uk. Yes, but Jill Hendricks, it does do yeast as well. Basically, it will just get, because of all the oils and the boric acid in it, it is, it is good for all of these things. Next thing that I've, 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 I'm uh, going to show you is this product. It's by a New Zealand, it's called New Zealand, New Zealand Deer Velvet. And I've been talking to a lovely guy called Sean Cuttance, who is a New Zealand deer farmer in jolly old New Zealand. And uh, so I'm importing this product into the UK. Really excited about it. Judy Morgan was talking about it on one of the pet summits and she's been using it for years. What to do, Nick? Uh, support for growth. So good for puppies. Uh, immune function, healthy joint function. That's where it's used an awful lot as a con contraprotective for basically arthritic dogs. Uh, for strong bones, for aiding recovery after tissue injury, blood health, blood pressure for humans, uh, cholesterol balance, athletic performance, support for mental function, aging. Um, it seems like something from a Shakespearean play, thou shalt give the velvet of deer antlers, you know, that kind of thing. And yet, the science, the science says oodles. What, 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 what is this about deer velvet? What, what could it possibly be? Uh, 
uh, it contains it contains um, you know the chondroitin, the glucosamines. It's got a, a, an immaculate uh, amino acid balance. It, it contains an awful lot of uh, the minerals that would otherwise be hard to get. But it's just it's 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 a bit like um, you know greenlit muscle. It just happens yeah. to have the right balance to have a massive physiological impact. Um, and so there we go. I, I've, on Patreon, I've actually put a link to the to the New Zealand Deer Velvet Products. It's called NZ Deer Velvet Products dot something. But they can buy it off you, can't they? But if they if they're in, if they if they're in the UK, they can buy it from me. Um, but if they're in the states, the uh, Sean is putting it into the states and okay. uh, and what have you. But if you're in the UK, let me know. And we can get some to you very easily. Have a look at the website. Um, Doris Lowe says, um, Doris Lowe is saying something that I was going to say in joke, but she's being serious. Dear Velvet is apparently good for guys. The word starts with E. I'm assuming. <laughs> Erection. Oh, um, excitement. So excitement. I was, I was going to say, any product that does everything, it's like, yeah, does it do everything? Um, but uh, interesting, Doris, how Doris knows that, I'm not sure, but she's a big supporter of the Dear Velvet industry. So um, uh, so that is interesting, Nick. Okay, so, check so, that out. I didn't know that, but that's, it has been used in traditional Chinese medicine for thousands of years. And so, and it, yeah. and, and the, it is uh, regeneratively farmed. Okay, so they don't do anything horrible to the to the deer. The deer are extensively farmed, and they have to take the, the antlers off to stop them killing each other. So um, it's very very regenerative. So that is so cool. I'm still I'm still astounded that deer can grow antlers every year, particularly if you're a seven eight point nine point stag, mm. and then you see these fallow deer. They've got palmate antlers, big heavy antlers. Yeah, and they're covered in velvet as they grow at a ferocious rate of solid bone. And then they fight with them for a while and then they knock them off. Yeah. And, and you find them lying in the ground. I remember in UCD, because we used to study the thing, there was just a whole room full of antlers. And I thought I could make a great business out of that if I was allowed to have them for nothing. They do projects on them and that kind of stuff. But what ferocious um, a, a, a kind of demand on the body every year to come up with that. And the bigger you get, the, every point on a red stag's antlers is... Um, is is a year so it's like if you've got 10 or 12 points can you and imagine that velvet that? it's all the blood supply and then you see yeah. them rub it off you see the rub blood it off. bath when they rub yeah. all of that velvet oh, off it's awful. Yeah. oh yeah and trying to knock them off when the deer the, the they don't want to come off because the cement hasn't quite softened what about you Brent? what have you got oh well look um i think guys thank you so much if you are down there do please plug your business this is the one to put it in the side put it in the comments um you know, put your uh, link to your business website by all means. But we have, yeah, you know, I couldn't get through this evening if I didn't mention a couple of bone broth um, companies. Um, Cranley uh, have uh, kindly written up um, stuff on Patreon. Uh, we're going to share that. I think um, the great thing, they do a great uh, grass-fed um, uh, bone broth, beef bone broth. Uh, so, you know, really good organic stuff. Um, that's one of the only organic uh, sources. I know there's some over in Sweden that's available. Uh, the guys from Raketo were saying they're sort of supplying uh, a source from there. Uh, but this is Northern Ireland, I think. Uh, that's right, from, yeah. From memory. Um, and the other one which I think is great is Boiling Broth. I have mentioned this before. Um, but I'll give uh, Rachel a shout out because, um, you know, this is one of the options 
they do rather than it being a frozen complete um, and taking all of that time and cost for transporting it they actually yeah. dehydrate it and create a powder which means so that dope. you can uh, you know just dose it almost do the bottle thing stick it in a cup add some boiling water create your bone broth recreate your bone broth and you know what do they use apple cider vinegar bones and water that's so it. good okay what so a product amazing really Lovely. really great really good things that i would um uh, go for um oh i know there's a, a few other guys out there that have supported us uh over the months and, and thank you uh to all of you please do just uh keep uh putting your businesses our way so that we can uh, give you a shout out uh i just feel exhausted connor after your you know 10 minutes so you know oh I got, I got, I, just, I felt, uh, I, I, felt I, I felt, uh, but when you look at Patreon sometimes, it's, it's moving. You're kind of looking at these people going, fair dues, this is great. I don't know these people and they're doing yeah. this. And it's like, I understand we're giving content and I understand there is a value that we're offering. I know there is. And I get that. It's nice to see. And particularly when you go to their website and it's like, this is a small business, you know, the, every penny counts, I'm sure. That Karen Lee product in Northern Ireland, uh, that product's in Tetra Pak, so it can sit in your shelf. Boil yeah. and Broth is just a phenomenal company because they've got the wet stuff, they've got the dry stuff. What a solution. There's a third one there, Alexander's Natural, who does kind of rare herb meats. You might get goat and you'll get like, uh, you know, you'll get five or six different broths there. So there's three different broth companies killing it, doing so good. And uh, thank God we have them because I make broth myself a little bit. And most recently, listen to what I did making my own broth. I, I made, I got this chicken carcass and, uh, you know, and I'm, I'm stewing the hell out of it for 10 or 12 hours. And I... Kept all, did it properly the first time. And then I thought, I still had this huge carcass left. And I thought, I'm going to do it again. And I'm going to, this is what people do. They stew it twice. And the second time you stew it, it's like a milky kind of color. And I kind of felt like I was getting deeper into the mineral and the things. And less of the, that's what I, I convinced me. And I could not wait to get at this stuff. And so I'm, um, there's little bits of bones in the bottom of this one, you know. And I put the sieve over the sink and I poured all my stock down the sink. And just saved out the bones. And I just watched my stock going down the drain after another 12 hours. And I was like, what am I doing? I was so angry. And Elaine was like, the house reeks of chicken. And that's in, what you do. Oh, it's just too late. I was like, oh, licking it all up. It was just terrible. But uh, I give it to Dudley all the time because his back isn't 100%. He's starting to right. slow down a little bit. He goes up and down the stairs. You see, he follows me absolutely everywhere. So if I go to work, I'm upstairs. He comes with me. But he goes down the stairs extremely fast because his little back legs don't really have the traction. And now I'm I'm starting to think, hmm, he's halfway through life here. And his, his back, as I was told, this was going to happen. He had this major oper operation where they fused his discs. He's just starting to slow down a bit. He's jumping off the couch and his legs are hitting the ground. It's not like he's landing on his feet at all, you know. And I'm thinking he can't be jumping off the couch anymore. So I have to go get a build a little ramp with a carpet and I'm wondering what am I going to pick him up up and hey what do people do with wonky back dogs on stairs do they just not let them upstairs I couldn't not have him with me upstairs he'd rather be dead than not be up here with me you know yeah. Yeah. so it's a worry it's a concern I think Brock will help I've got one more business guys who uh, that everybody's, oh, look at everybody's, that. everybody's, everybody's uh, just reminding me to do my husband's duty uh, Ellie <laughs> Ellie has a, a company called uh, called Demodog.com and she, she hand makes literally on the the, the uh, kitchen table downstairs she makes these products they're really really good they're really natural um, using uh, organic essential oils super duper I know that they're very good because I use them in the shower every morning they're really nice and we use them on really the kids nice. so test it on kids you can use them on your dogs 